This is the Moms in Motion podcast, where we are running our businesses, running our households, and trying not to run ourselves into the ground while juggling it all. We have figured it out the hard way so you don't have to. We are here to help you build your village, improve your connection with your mom bod, and possibly even navigate business ownership better. If you are looking for all things pregnancy, postpartum, and mom life that's honest and not too serious, this is the podcast for you. We are Krista Williams and Dr. Jen Perna, and we are Moms in Motion. Hey guys, this is Krista. Welcome back to the Moms in Motion podcast. Hi, Jen. Hello, hello. Today we are talking about why we hate the six-week all-clear when you're postpartum. Yeah, and why it just like does not work with what we do to serve moms. And, you know, it really creates some struggles for moms with that idea that like this visit is everything Mm -hmm. in your postpartum healing and your postpartum journey. So today we're just going to talk about like a lot of the stereotypes about that visit and, you know, why it's just not everything and what you can do to prepare and how much you can do before that visit and that you should. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny because when you are pregnant, you have something like 20 visits with your OBGYN um, prenatally. So you are seeing that doctor pretty much like once a month in the first trimester and then come like second trimester, you are every other week. And then towards the end, you are going weekly. Um, And then you have your baby. And you are not seen until six weeks postpartum, typically. And you have one visit. Yeah. So there are some people that if you have a C-section, you'll have like an incision check. But I didn't have that. Yeah, I don't hear of many patients that have that. that. But and, And it's like a two or three week like check just of the incision. But um, I didn't have that. So I don't think that is across the board. So um, that's nothing. Yeah. Like one visit. It's crazy. That, you know, your your expectations, especially as like a first time mom, the stock you put into that visit of like, I'm going to learn all the things. I'm going to get all the instructions. Like I'm going to find out everything I need to know. And they're going to check me for all of these different things to make sure that like my healing is going to be great. And then I think what they find out is like your OB's time is so limited Mm -hmm. in that visit and it is not that they don't care right it's that 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 stuff that you think you're going to learn doesn't fall into their scope of practice nor do they have the time to go over it with you yeah and you know here's the thing OBs are making sure mom and baby are alive healthy and and safe right so that is their thing when you are going in for your six-week checkup and I will tell you that ACOG the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology did change the recommendation um, so they do recommend a three-week postpartum follow-up and a 12-week postpartum follow-up the issue with this and in talking to some OBs is that they don't have the time to schedule that kind of um, follow-up it's a lot of time and so we have to honor that this is this is so important to understand that we have to honor that they are busy they are you know stretched thin as well and so their training is really to make sure that you are healed and that you do not have an infection and that you are your life is not in jeopardy essentially says closed yes um you're not bleeding out yes right that you are not i don't want to say not depressed because that's really that's something they try to catch Mm -hmm. but that is really hard yeah because everybody knows how to like cheat the system, cheat the system. Right? Yeah, like yeah. with the 
questions you're asked. And then for a lot of moms, I think those postpartum struggles can come up later. For sure. I think six weeks, you're just scratching the surface as a mom, especially if you're a first time mom. Um, You may have never left the house. And now this is like the one time you're leaving the house in six weeks. Um, And so a lot goes into that appointment. And a lot of times, like Krista said, you are disappointed when you go um, because it's rushed. They're really just making sure that you are safe and healed. Uh, They are not really checking for quality of life. Yeah. No, I mean, that that is your, your healing, like that one six week appointment is such a tiny like dot on the whole curve of your postpartum healing. Mm-hmm. Like it is such a small moment that, you know, ideally like moms go into this postpartum appointment knowing how they are going to rehab their body, what that looks like what they can expect and have already started putting stuff into practice. Yeah. Because the idea is that if you get cleared to return to exercise, that is now going to be your starting point mm-hmm. to return. But you need to do prep work Correct. to be able to start returning to exercise. It is not a sit your ass on the couch for six weeks and then jump up and do all of the things. Like mm-hmm. once you get that all clear. But, you know, we we really put a lot of um, like what's the word, like a lot of stock Mm -hmm. into that, that all clear and in our head that, and I just like, I see this with so many clients and, and used to see it a lot more before I realized like what this appointment was like before I had my own. And, um, you know, they're just expecting to be either given restrictions or given no restrictions. And therefore, if they are given no restrictions, that means nothing's going to happen to them if they do whatever they want. Right. Like that's kind of like a an assurance that they're going to be okay. And that is 100% not the case. I think we should talk about a, like a little bit about our own experiences with like the six week. Check yeah. Out. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to talk about yours? Yeah. And, you know, I will say I will preface this by saying a lot of times we will have patients that come in and they are working out. They are super active up until the delivery date, right? Up until the day that they deliver their baby, they are lifting weights and they think that they can't do anything the second that they have the baby. And for, you know, healing purposes, they really need to monitor some things. But then they think that once they get that all clear, that they can go back to the same weight that they had when they last exercised. And quite frankly, most of the time you can't. You are not at that same level. Your body has not, your body went through an injury, whether it be a C-section or whether it be a vaginal birth, your body and the tissues that support your pelvis have now sustained an injury. So the weight, the intensity, all of the activities that you did, maybe even on your due date, are probably not going to be the same. There is going to be need, there's going to need to be prep work because of that. And it's like a different body that totally you're working different. with. You like feel so floppy. Your center of gravity has completely moved. You yep. feel so unstable. Yes. Like your pelvis is just like, it's like jello. you have this void like above your yep. pelvis that, you know, your organs are like floating in space yep. in there. Like it is just crazy it how is. quick that change is. And, you know, you really have to, do the prep work during pregnancy to be able to handle that six-week postpartum port, but then really start like from scratch, mm-hmm. like right after you deliver. Like I tell people it is like a gradual decline 
in your intensity. And then after you deliver your baby, it's a gradual incline Incline. to that six-week postpartum appointment. appointment. So it's not like a stop and go. It's like a taper off and then a slowly start back up to prepare your body mm-hmm. to start back into exercise. Like, just like you would rehab any other injury. For sure. And I hate when people are like, but I had an uncomplicated delivery. Like, all deliveries are complicated. Correct. A human exits your body. It doesn't <laughs> matter, like, yes. like, how it comes out. Like, this is a major life event and this is major trauma to your body. No matter if it, like, went quick or it was easy or it was no big deal like it is a big deal it's a big deal so we have to treat it like that and we need to prepare our body to return back to movement and and to be able to support mom life like especially if you like if it's your first baby you have a lot of time to sit on the couch with your Mm -hmm. newborn you know if you are a mom of toddlers or school age children when when you deliver like you needed to be preparing during your pregnancy to support everything you're going to have to do mom life. And there's nothing worse like when a client calls me crying because they were told that they're only able to lift like 15, 20 pounds postpartum for the foreseeable future until like that six week postpartum appointment. But their like significant other went back to work and Mm -hmm. now they're home with a two or three year old that is like 25, 30, 35 pounds. And they're like, how do, how do I do this? Right. Well, you're, you're going to do what you have to do. Like you're going to perform the everyday mom tasks, no matter what restrictions you were given. So like, let's work on being talking about that during pregnancy and preparing for what you're going to have to do anyway during postpartum and how you can manage like your pressure Mm -hmm. to do things well versus just giving like hard restrictions because those people that give you those restrictions those restrictions they're not coming home with you to help you like take care of your child well right yeah and (laughs) so it's really easy to give but not easy to receive to receive and yeah and then you're left trying to figure out and this is when you start hurting yourself because you're altering your movement patterns you're changing how you're going to be lifting things because you're afraid that you're going to you know hurt your back or hurt your pelvis or you know whatever the case may be and then you are now going to hurt yourself because you're not doing things with proper breath you're holding your breath you're bearing down you're, you know, all of these things because you were told to do nothing, yet you're doing a lot at home. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, the rehab work that mom should start with, like as early as a few days postpartum, I mean, like laying on the ground and breathing, yes. right? Like you can start that immediately after you deliver. But, you know, the idea is often like moms get this idea that like, well, I can chase around my kids and like hold a baby and a toddler at the same time and like lug all the groceries. But like, oh, I better not start to exercise. Like that sounds insane. Right. It's so true. Mom life is a sport. Yeah. And you have to train for it and you have to like train to support what you're going to do anyway. Yeah. Because you're because all those daily tasks, man, they are so taxing on your body. Just holding and like feeding a baby constantly is so taxing on your body. Yeah. You get so stiff in your thoracic spine and your mid back and, you know, you start losing a lot of the rotation. You can end up getting neck pain and especially with breastfeeding, it really can wreak havoc and cause a lot of discomfort for patients. And then if you're told, well, you can't do anything about it until you're cleared for six weeks, that's just bananas. And, you know, we have had patients that have come in and, you know, they do feel pelvic pressure, heaviness, pain, and they call their doctor and say, you know, I really want to start with a pelvic floor therapist. And the doctor's like, well, wait until six weeks to do that. 
And I'm like, but we can teach them gentle breath work and we can teach them down training and we can teach them Mm -hmm. mobility of their neck and their shoulders and their mid back so that they're not feeling this pain and they're not feeling this pressure without doing anything super, super aggressive so that they're comfortable. The the solution for all of these issues is to move. Is to move. Not move less. Safely. Yes. Not sit on the couch. Yes. (laughs) But it's moving safely. But it's not moving where you have to figure it out. It's moving where trained professionals are helping you. And we are not trained professionals that are trying to have you do these crazy movements. We're trained professionals that are trying to just have you introduce very gentle movement into your body so that you can survive as a mom and not put all of the stake into that six-week postpartum check. And, you know, I will say that when I was going through this, I had no idea what I was doing. And I started running at four weeks postpartum with a jogging stroller. The fact that I'm verbalizing this. Wait, a baby's not even supposed to be in a jogging stroller. Well, so here's the thing is I asked the pediatrician because you have so many goddamn pediatrician appointments. I didn't see my doctor, right? And I was like, is it okay if I like put him in a jogging stroller and like, you know, push him around? And and the, the pediatrician's like, yeah, I think it's fine. And so stupid. I mean, the fact that I'm saying this out loud and I'm repeating this is like, it makes me cringe. If somebody, if I heard somebody say this, I'd be like, oh my God. I know, but that's um, why you're helping all the moms. Like, yeah, but fine. like. We have to, we have to fall on our faces sometimes so that you don't have to. So you don't have to. So. Like, please learn from us. But <laughs> I was out running the streets of Newtown with my baby in a jogging stroller at four weeks postpartum. And I was like, something feels really funny, but it also feels really good to move because yeah. I didn't know how to move my body safely. I just knew the intensity that I had done when I was not pregnant. And so I had thought... Forget those 40 weeks in there. Forget that. (laughs) It's like a a blip in time. We can ignore it. I have a human now. But like we can just go back to that same intensity and you cannot. So I did not know how... Well, not without injury or surgery in your case. Exactly. I did not know how to move my body safely. And then I was out of commission. I couldn't move my body because oh my I made stupid decisions early on in my postpartum recovery. So I get it. Yeah. So when I went to my first six-week postpartum checkup, my second was um, very different. But when I had my older son, um, at the, the day of my six-week postpartum checkup, my husband was leaving for work really early. Um, and I was like, I don't feel good. And he's like, do you want me to stay home? And I'm like, no, like, I think I just need to like get up and like drink some water, you know, breastfeeding, I'm dehydrated, like blame everything on lack of water intake. Right. And I'm like, I'll be fine. So he leaves, you know, I lay in bed for another hour. I get up and like crawl to the bathroom. Like I felt like, like death. Like I, I was in trouble. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I can't take care of my baby right now. And I'm home alone with my six-week-old baby. So I call my mom and I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I'm afraid to carry him down the stairs. So you need to come over because I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, sure enough, I had mastitis, a fever. So I like drugged myself to my postpartum appointment, which happened to be that day. So like, that kind of worked out, but I had to like get my fever under control just to be able to physically get myself to the appointment. So I slept and like took meds and my mom would bring him to me to nurse. And I don't even remember that, but, um, I got myself to my appointment that day and the doctor's like, 
so like what kind of birth control do you want and I'm like I'm, I'm sorry what like I'm, I'm dying over here mm-hmm. you know and like I I loved this doctor. I'm not saying anything bad about this doctor. I had a fabulous experience with her. The delivery was great. Like everything was good. But I was like, do do you see me right now? Like I am on the struggle bus big time. And the last thing I want to talk about is birth control. Like I need to just be able to take care of my baby today. Can we start there? So she's like, oh yeah, you know, you just need, you need an antibiotic and you know, we're going to check your cervix and do all the things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like get me out of this office and get me like some heavy drugs. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm supposed <laughs> to be taking. Anything that is obviously breastfeeding friendly because I'm, 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 I'm worried about me dying, but also I need to be able to feed my baby. So um, cause you know, you have no like stash or supply or right. anything leading up to that. So I don't weeks, even know yeah. what happened. At, I don't know what happened that day. I don't remember what happened when I left for that appointment. Um, I was, I was in a fog that day. So then the other things, like she knew what I did for a living, but not that I specialized in working with moms, but she just knew I like worked out. So she was like, okay, so like everything looks good and you are clear to exercise without restrictions. And I looked at her and I said, do you actually say that to people? Like, you use that line? Yeah. Or is it, like, for me? No, they do. Like, cleared to exercise without restrictions? Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? So, like, exactly what you said with, like, I know all the things about my rehab. Like, I've been preparing to help other moms, and I have worked on my education in this area to be better at this. So what's everybody else doing? Yeah. Like, it's what true. is everybody else doing? I was floored that that was the extent because I had – a C-section. I thought for sure I was going to be given like, you know, C-section care, just like if you had shoulder surgery, Mm -hmm. knee surgery, right? You're going right to rehab. You're learning how to massage your scar for every body part except your C-section incision. Like why? Yeah. PTs teach that for other body parts, but you're not sent to a PT for a C-section. And I knew that. I knew I was going to have to like work on my scar and I just couldn't believe that First of all, me being that sick, that there was even any talk about my exercise or right. my sexual activity. Right. Like, I'm dying here. Right. So that was, that like threw me for a loop. But like, I get it. That's part of, that's part of the checklist. And, you know, I wasn't thinking about anything. Like, the last thing I wanted to do was think about exercise. Literally the last thing. And I am a trained professional on this. So I had to drive all over creation to get the medication that I needed because what they wanted to prescribe for me. And like, if I knew what I knew now, it would be a different experience. But like my local pharmacies didn't have what I needed. I needed to go to a compounding pharmacy. So like my boobs are swollen. I am feeling awful and I'm driving all over creation to get myself the medication that I need in order to feel better so that I can feed my baby and take care of my baby. Oh, and then I can return to exercise without restrictions. And I I was, I was, I was dying. So that was that was a big like aha moment in like this is why I need to do this to support other moms because this is how this appointment might mm-hmm. feel for them. Like hopefully they don't have mastitis at their six-week appointment. But like that lack of guidelines. Yeah. Like we're just going to check you. We're going to give you the thumbs up and we're going to send you on your way. And that's all they have time for. That is their scope of practice. And we just need to get better at referring to the right people and mm-hmm. making it known that like you need a plan of care. Yeah. And it needs to be prepared for way in advance. And everybody knows going into postpartum what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. That would be the ideal 
instead of like, I'm going to call you after I have my baby. And then six months later, I still haven't figured out how to move because it feels so overwhelming and I can't possibly do it. Or I went hard at it went out hard. of the gate and, yeah. I, and I got hurt. My OB thought it was fantastic that I was out running at four weeks postpartum. And now guidelines have come out that obviously do not support that. But, you know, it was looked like, oh, good for you. You're going to get your body back. And that was more of the conversation as opposed to, you know, safety and healing. And right, we, we sprain our ankle. We're in a boot for six weeks. But yet you have a baby and you're just expected to figure it out yeah you're supposed to figure it out on your own and hopefully somebody cares about you enough that knows a little bit more about the recovery process that sends you to the right person yeah and that's most of our business is like a ton of referrals because people see the light they know that there's a better way and they want to get everybody that they know that help and you know that is just that's ideal unfortunately it doesn't it just doesn't work out like that like we made a lot of progress Mm -hmm. but not enough right It's true. It's true. And I think going back to our point, so much goes into this six-week checkup. And so many times patients are either left feeling super empowered that they can do way too much Mm -hmm. or they're left feeling like they got no help. And the amount of people that I've had to, I don't want to say yell at, but just kind of give the side eye to when they're like, but my doctor cleared me. Right. You know, or I can't come see you until I get cleared or I can't come do this until I get cleared. (laughs) Let me help you because this is not where you're going to. Yeah. And like your doctor is not going to bring you through a strength training protocol. You are lucky if they check you for diastasis recti. They are not checking to see. They may see how strong your pelvic floor is if they do like a internal assessment and ask you to squeeze. Um, But they are not looking at functional strength. They're not looking at how you balance on one foot they are not looking at your squat form your lunge form they're not looking at how you manage pressure they're not looking at how you lift your baby they're not looking at how you bend over to put your baby in the car seat all of those things are functional things that you are doing from day one you are squatting from day one when you go on and off the toilet you are putting your baby in that car seat you are carrying it around it's heavy and a diaper bag and a toddler yes you are doing all of these things and they are not looking at you do those things, but yet they're then telling you that you're cleared to yeah. do all the things. And so. and also like the guidelines have changed that mm-hmm. you should be doing rehabilitative work before the six week appointment. The problem is that if you don't see anybody or you don't notice anybody, like where are you going to get that information? Like right. YouTube is going to like tell you to just keep going and you're doing great, even if you have absolutely no idea what you're doing or what that's supposed to look like or what that's supposed to feel like. So because of my experiences with clients like this, I created a free guide that is like It's called All Clear to All Out. So it gives you some things that you can start working on if you feel up to it really early on so that if you don't have guidance, you don't know anybody, like it gives you something. So that is just a free download and we will make sure we link that in the show notes if, you know, if that's something you're interested in. If you have nothing else, yeah, use that. And remember, a lot of the programs out there are going to be focused on cosmetics, They're going to be focused on how you look, uh, your mommy pooch, how to get a flat belly, how to get a flat belly, how to to bounce back, all of that stuff. So all of those programs, that is what they're catered to. And so we really function is function is everything. Function is how you're going to lift your baby without pain. Function is how you're going to 
actually get back to the gym. So just please understand that if you're looking for YouTube videos or you're finding these programs that are these one size fits all, you know, that are designed by some influencer that they're probably not structured and catered to function. They're likely structured and catered to cosmetic. Yeah. So if like if this turns on a light bulb for you, like if you are in this stage where you are expecting you have not been exercising, you don't know anything about your core and your pelvic floor like related to pregnancy, like now's the time to learn during your pregnancy or at least set yourself up with a team so that you are prepared to learn and do things the right way postpartum. Like we both offer Mm -hmm. great options. We can point you in a direction if you don't live close to us. There are, there's a lot of good resources out there. So like, please reach out so that, you know, you feel great through your pregnancy and you are ready to go into postpartum and like, you know what to expect from for your postpartum recovery even before you get there. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, just to kind of like put a pin on top, we really need to be supporting our patients in those early weeks. We are not saying that they need to do boot camp. We are not saying that they need to go and swing these heavy kettlebells in the gym. We are saying that we need to be touching base with our breath, connecting with our technique, our form so that our patients are comfortable and that we can slowly progressively add weight safely so that they can meet their function and exercise goals. Yeah. Like we're talking like walking outside, doing like some upper body mobility work because you're stuck in the same position all day with a tiny Mm -hmm. baby. You know, that's the stuff you start with. Yep. Not running, not boot camp, not whatever intensity you were used to before, not not the Peloton either. Yes. You don't need to jump on that right away. Like there's a lot of work that needs to go into preparing to get back on that. And and when you put in the time and you put in the work, you can get back there quickly. You like you absolutely can. we can. are not trying to push this off for you. Just the preparation allows you to be successful so that you don't regress later. Yes. And do have a surgery or something that you, you know, set yourself back. But, you know, kind of one last final point I will say is that just because someone had a baby does not mean that they're qualified to train you postpartum. So all of you that like to choose a trainer because they had a baby, that does not mean that that trainer understands function and how a mom's body is supposed to move. Totally. There are so many, even like really good personal trainers out there and like influencers that did not focus on pregnancy and postpartum. Oh, but then all of a sudden they had a baby and now they're putting out a pregnancy and postpartum program just because they went through the experience once. So like- that it's the wild west man it is the it's wild really west. hard to like sift through what is quality and what is not but i hope this gave you some good information gives you some guidance about like where to go and what to start with and how to get the help you need so yeah so thank you so much for joining us and we will see you on the next episode of the mom's emotion podcast bye bye Hey guys, we have a quick favor to ask. Can you please just take a few minutes and make sure that you're following our podcast and then please head over and give us a quick review. Obviously, the more stars, the better. Then once you do that, please go to Instagram, follow us at Moms in Motion Podcast and send us a quick message. Let us know that you left a review and say hello. At the end of December, we're going to pick one lucky winner to win an Athleta or Lululemon gift card. So in order to win, you have to follow our show, leave us a quick review and then message us on Instagram. Instagram. Oh my gosh, we're so excited.